Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we're continuing with Parak Chafdal, the 24th chapter of Mesila Yisharim. We're discussing examples from Tanakh of people of uh, our Avot or other, other important people in Tanakh who demonstrated model this Midah of Yerachet, of concern, of, of sin, of having sin, and this constant awareness that perhaps one may have sinned, perhaps in the past or in the present or the future, etc. So now Ramchal is going to give an example from Moshe and Aaron about something that happened in the past, that maybe they had sinned, they were concerned, maybe they had sinned. The rabbis taught us, Al Moshe Aaron, on Moshe and Aaron, Be'inyan Shemen Hamishcha Shemashach Moshe Aaron. So Moshe Rabbeinu anointed Aaron HaKohen with a certain special oil called the Shemen HaMishcha. Sharei Ne'amar Bo, Al Besar Adam There's a special, holy, very special oil. And says in Barsha Kitisa that you cannot anoint this oil on any person. You're really not allowed to anoint this oil. It's considered to be Me'ilah. you uh, considered to be misappropriation of Hekdesh to anoint this oil on somebody else. However, but when it comes to Aaron, he was commanded to anoint him with this oil. So it was a tenuous situation. On the one hand, anybody else that he anoints, Asur, he violates Me'ilah. Aaron Kohen, it's a mitzvah to do it. So it's a, it has to be very careful. Maybe they, they were concerned that if they had anointed Aaron in the wrong way or more than or in some unnecessary way, so perhaps they would have violated Meila, misusing Hekdesh, misusing, misusing holy properties. If they did it on the in the wrong way, then they would have violated Meila. That's what they were concerned about. This is what the rabbis teach us. Regarding this, Moshe Rabbeinu was concerned, and he said, Maybe I misused the Shemen Hamishcha, the anointing oil. So a heavenly voice came out and said, Like the like the good oil that it comes onto the head, it also comes onto the beard of Aharon, onto the beard, the beard of Aharon, Ketal Hermon. At the end of the Pasuk it says, like the dew of the Hermon mountain. So the Gemara explains, Matal Hermon ein just like the dew on the mountain of Hermon, there's no misuse, there's no, it's not holy, so therefore you can't misuse it in any ways, in any way. So too, the oil that's on the beard of Aaron, there's no way to misuse it. Okay, so whatever they did was okay. Hashem con, uh, comforts and assures Moshe Rabbeinu that whatever he did was okay. And now Aaron was concerned. So he was concerned. Maybe Moshe didn't do anything wrong. But Aaron HaKohen was concerned. Maybe I did something wrong. Right? So again, this is all illustrating their Yiratzchet, their constant concern that perhaps they had sinned. So a heavenly voice came out and said to Aaron HaKohen, how pleasant, this is in the, actually in the same parak as that other Pasuk about the, about the Tal Charmon and the Shemen Hatov. The Pasuk says, How pleasant, how good and how pleasant it is when brothers are sitting together, are dwelling together. Ma Moshe lo ma'al, just like your brother Moshe did not do anything wrong, Afatal lo ma'al, you also didn't do anything wrong. 
You see the character trait of the Hasidim, of the extremely pious people. Even when they did a mitzvah, they were using the anointing oil as a mitzvah. They were concerned. Maybe it wasn't 100%. Maybe something was added to it or something got mixed in that wasn't correct, that wasn't in the right way. God forbid. So they were concerned. Even in the mitzvot they did, they were concerned that maybe something went wrong. Maybe it wasn't perfect. So all the more so when a person is doing anything else, how much, how concerned he has to be that his actions, to make sure his actions are perfect. And as I've said a few times so far in this chapter, we, uh, my understanding is that Moshe and Aaron they had this year at Chet, but it was besimcha, it was with happiness. It was the happiness to be fulfilling the will of Hashem. It didn't lead to any sadness or feelings of depression-like feelings or any type of extreme anxiety. That's not what we're talking about here. They were happy, they were besimcha, they were feeling uh, shalem and complete in their service of Hashem. However, they were concerned. They were, they were concerned. Avraham, Avraham Avinu, he went to help his nephew Lot, right, his nephew Lot, Oto, they took him captive. He was worried that maybe his actions were not completely innocent. What does it mean? This is what the rabbis explain. That Hashem tells Avram, don't be concerned. Rabbi Levi Amar, Rabbi Levi said, Avraham Avinu was afraid of Omer, and he said, when I was going to save my nephew Lod amongst all those armies and those soldiers that I killed, maybe there's one righteous person, or one God-fearing person. He was going out to do the right thing. However, he was concerned. Maybe he did something wrong along the way. So they, Hashem said to him, Don't be concerned. Don't be afraid. And they said in the time of Eliyahu, Altira Avram, Avram, don't be afraid. Ain Omrim Altira El Mishu Lamito. We only say Altira, don't be afraid to somebody who really has fear of heaven, somebody who's who's really has the proper fear or reverence for Kadosh Baruch Hu. So for him, since he's on that level, he's done it. So he say, okay, you're already successful. Altira, don't be afraid. Be afraid. Amitit, and this is the true Yira. Shamru Allah, the rabbi said, They say, on either referring to Moshe Rabbeinu or referring to the Yira, that Hashem in his world only has a big storehouse of Yira Shamaim. That's it, only the storehouse of Yira Shamaim. This is the Yira Shamaim that we were referring to. This real Yira Chet is constant awareness and concern that a person may violate in Avira. Only Moshe Rabbeinu was able to acquire it because of his incredible amount of clinging to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. For other people, their materialism, their, their connection to their bodies, their connection to this material world, even in normal, healthy ways, still serves as a barrier between them and full Yerat Shemayim. But Moshe Rabbeinu had reached the level where it was not a barrier. Omnam ko chasid ve chasid, anybody who's on this level of being a chasid, of being extremely pious, he has to do as much as he can. We're not Moshe Rabbeinu. We have to do as much as we can. We shouldn't feel like because we're not on the highest level that we haven't done, we haven't accomplished. We have to do as much as we can to have this awareness of our actions to make sure we're doing, always doing the right thing. Ve et Hashem kedoshav. 
Fear Hashem, who should fear Hashem? Kiddushah is holy ones. And we'll see actually that the next topic after Yiran, in two chapters, is going to be Kiddushah. It's going to be sanctity, a person who separates himself from the material world. So that's the indication as a person reaches this level, Yirat Shemaim, it's part of this level of Kiddushah. So this is the end of Ramchal's discussion of this Midah of Yirat Chedah, what it is. We're going to talk about acquiring it, Bezrah in the next chapter. But that's the idea. The idea is that a person reaches a certain level where, in, in, in a happy way, in a Shalem, in a complete way, he has the constant awareness to make sure that everything he did in the past was Shalem and complete. Everything he's doing in the present, everything he's going to be doing in the future is Shalem, is complete, not lacking anything, and is completely in service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kotov.